Hey everyone, welcome back to On Point. This episode I sit down, actually we're driving back from California on our way back to Oregon from the hog hunt and this is just a recap with me, Tyler, and Bob. And uh, just basically going over what happened, what what happened after the first uh, episode of the pig hunt and uh, how it all went down and, and just uh, kind of sharing memories of, of the hunt and, and talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, and uh, on my part it was mostly ugly, but <laughs> you know, that's... That's hunting. We learn, we learn, we live, we get better, and uh, just had a great time. And I really hope you guys enjoy this. Be sure to follow Bob at Super Sneak Outdoors and Tyler at Volkson Media, and uh, give those guys a follow. You're you're not gonna be sad that you did. They come out with really cool content. Bob's a great guy, has plenty of cool giveaways, and Tyler is creating some great edits and capturing some great footage and photos. So, outside of that, appreciate you listening to the show. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel for the Broadhead test coming out either this week or next week. Just type in my name, Garrett Weaver, in the YouTube search bar. I will pull up. Click on uh, subscribe with the bell icon. And that way when I do upload the Broadhead videos, because there's going to be more than one, you will get notified and you won't miss it and you'll be one of the first people to watch it. So be sure to do that. And outside of that, appreciate everybody listening and I'll see you at the end. All right, guys. Well, this is a uh, recap of the California hog hunt that we're on our way home from, guys. Yes, yes. <laughs> awesome hunt, and uh, it was fun. It w- had a good time. It was it was freaking awesome. We got Tyler in the back seat. He just got done uploading. Or did you upload that? No, I just uh, I did the editing and then exported it, so it's ready to uh, ready to be uploaded to Instagram. Really? So when we get back to Bob's house, that thing is going to go up. It's ready, dude. That was that might be my favorite edit so far of <laughs> the whole trip. It's a uh, it's a cliffhanger for sure. It, uh, <laughs> hopefully, it draws the people in and wants them to watch uh, the full thing. So. I didn't. Uh, it's funny because I didn't hear Bob, and because I think I probably watched that footage some at one point or another, but I never <laughs> remember Bob saying, "Let's go give her the hoochie coochie." <laughs> <laughs> he has some pretty cool. Uh, what do you call it? Terms that Terminal. he likes. To, <laughs> that he likes to use when getting ready to kill an animal. I just get excited. Bob yeah. Morganology. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did you? Uh, well, we, I, guess, I guess we can't talk about whether you gave that one the hoochie coochie. <laughs> yeah. uh, that one there, I think, uh, that's the one that seen me, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. Yeah. Give, we gave the other one the hoochie coochie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know if I'm going to use that. Yeah, that, that language? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I'll I'll just stick with shooting them. Okay, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that works. Uh, but so I I kind of wanted to get you guys on and talk about the hog hunt because last night was freaking. It oh, got, it was it, it was, was crazy. It was intense. It was it was, <laughs> and uh, there's no other way that I can put it than my luck wasn't so well in the first half of the hunt, and then I probably got the luckiest I've ever got on an animal with a marginal shot on yeah. that on that hog. I mean, if it was really weird because, okay, so the first hog I shot, we lost. It was a big, big boar. I guess you'd say rare. Rare. The colors and the the, the silver hair yeah. and, and the long hair. It was just it was yeah. an awesome pig. I posted the video of it, and uh, long story short, uh, my bow was having limb issues, splintered, because I haven't talked about this on the podcast at all. I might as well go over it right now. Yeah. So, uh, was it Sunday? Was that shoot over at Sage's Sunday? Uh, Saturday. 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 So, Saturday, yeah. my limb splits. Wednesday, we're leaving. Yes. So, uh, 
basically had the, not a good failure and uh, went up to Bowtech. They took care of me. Um, was playing with the bow and the hooter shooter over with the bro guys doing some, some testing and stuff. And then it pops in the hooter shooter and uh, smelt some burning sound. And, and from, you know, kind of when you crack a uh, screw loose on a bow, a lot of times uh-huh. you get that smell. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, something, something, that's something happened there with the screws, right. probably on the cams or something. And, and, uh, and then the bow was like five sixteenths out of time. And so I, long story short, took it to uh, my shop, put, one turn in the uh, right cable because I was getting a weird tear and, and uh, that fixed the timing and, and little eighth or sixteenth on the rest got it shooting good, good at twenty, and then uh, out here at forty it was fairly consistent. I'd have uh, arrows touching shafts and then I'd have arrows six inches apart and it was like, okay, I don't have a bow press, I don't have time to right. figure this out. We are go go go, yeah. and so. Mm-hmm. Um, my last group was 40 yards, or it might have been 50 yards, but they were touching um, about two or three inches outside the bullseye. And so that hog, I, sh- I shot right over him at 62 yards, felt really great about it. And I, lo- <laughs> it's actually pretty <laughs> funny. If you look at, <laughs> if you look, go back and look at the footage and I'll post it. Uh, I shoot and my arm comes back. I got good, uh, you know, separation on the shot. Took my time. You can e- actually hear me in the video. <sighs> And just, I mean, just great. I mean, in my opinion, not to, you know, pat myself on the back. It was good shot execution, great controlled shot. Wasn't nervous or overly excited. I mean, I was excited, but not like, you know, shaking or anything. And and, uh, and the arrow did just went like two inches over his back. And I look at my bow and I look at the, <laughs> look at the hog and I look at my bow. I check, make sure my sight was right. Yeah, I dialed the 62 and or 60. It was 60. And then I look back at Sean, and I look at the bow. <laughs> I'm like, what the what the hell's going on here? And then uh, he's got my other two arrows because I'm an idiot and forgot my quiver And uh, at home. And and so I'm carrying my arrows around. And so it's just kind of a shit show. So uh, Sean throws one of my arrows towards me. I grab it, range that hog again at 52. Same thing, great controlled shot, and uh, it hit low. And it uh, looked like a heart shot. And it's coming. It's just pouring right out behind the the armpit. You can see blood. The the pig staggering, kind of getting those baby giraffe legs. You know, yeah. he, he, oh, he's gonna go down. He's gonna go down. Goes down to the pond. Starts doing the same thing, wobbling, and then he just goes on this this pretty fast run down the hill. And we're like, what the heck? Yeah, that like, was that looked like a heart shot. Yeah. And uh, fast forward, we lose that pig. We think it was just low of the of the heart. Uh, good, you know, obviously good blood and everything um, passed through. But fast forward onto this hog, 25-ish yards, and I just shot it for 20 because it looked like it was really close. And so uh, I knew it was less than less than 30, so I just put my 20 on it mid-body. And if I'm if I'm a little low, I'll be two inches low. No, yeah. I'll smoke it. Well, that barely hit the brisket. I didn't even get inside the cavity. Mm-mm, that was crazy yeah i've never seen a pig die from not being hit by vitals i don't i don't know like yeah i don't know of any arteries that run through the brisket chest area i don't know that was amazing because how once we followed the blood trail and we got up top <laughs> it's it good blood yeah it's blood everywhere yeah yeah and uh <laughs> tyler points out the fact he's like well pigs die heart attack it's, <laughs> yeah. not, it's not uncommon <laughs> I, I think sure you died of a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
And then I was like, well, my pig died of natural causes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, then she gave us a slip. She, yes, she, she did. She went into the brushiest she stuff did. we could find, and it, it's just, what was it, midnight? Yeah. When we got it that was, little hell hole? It was 11, or yeah, no, it was 11.45-ish. Yeah. yeah, late. We'd been on the blood trail for over an hour. Yeah, and then we were in that Manzanita. I couldn't get through. My pack was getting hung up on everything, <laughs> so I thought, you know, you got your pistol drawn. I got my pistol drawn. I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> if that Sal's in here, she's got to be pinned down with the brush or she's getting ready to come back out at me. Yeah. So I climbed up on the bushes, and I thought if she comes out, she's going to go underneath me. <laughs> right. And we get in there, and there's blood everywhere. And then she gave us a slip, and she came right back up her blood trail and made a right yeah. and, and lost us for a minute. Yep. It took us a half hour to figure to out. To figure out what she Because there was blood within about uh, a 20 by 20 area. There was just blood all over yeah. that that area. Yeah. Like she was running, trying to find a path in the Manzanitas yeah. and just didn't want to commit. And then backtracked about 20 well, maybe yards. Maybe she was having little heart tremors. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was having a heart attack, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. I've never <laughs> shot an animal and then have it die of a fucking heart attack before. <laughs> <laughs> then we uh, found... Where she laid down twice. A lot of blood. We, then we lost the blood, and yep. then we found another spot. And I'm sitting on my butt with a flashlight <laughs> trying to find blood, and everybody's making a circle. And then Tyler pops up. You think she had a heart attack? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, what are you talking about? Uh. Well, I've heard of pigs having a heart attack before. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, Sean's like, I don't know, guys. It's not, not looking good. I mean, not Sean, but yeah. uh, Tyler. Tyler. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sean's farther down the hill, and we all believe it went down towards back to the pond where I yeah. shot it. Yeah. And uh, so we're, we're, we're working that way, and, and Bob's sitting on last blood, and we got an arrow stuck in the ground so we don't lose last blood. And uh, <laughs> we're going down this this hill, and, and then I'm just thinking, this is just like a repeat of that I mean, yeah. low yeah. low heart, below the heart, or something. Like I somehow shot low again when in my you know in my recollection, and a lot of times the worst person to ask where you hit is the shooter because yeah, but I know where that pin was both times, and I know I executed good shots because I especially on that second hog because I'm like I'm not having this happen again. Like, yeah, this is stupid, and. Uh, it just, you know, he's like, I'm thinking uh, I hit it low on the brisket or something, or I, 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 something went wrong here because this pig, if I shot it where I shot it, it shouldn't be going 300, 400 yards. Yeah. Uh, although pigs are freaking tough. They're Yours, tough. You, you got sp- spleen, liver, liver, you destroyed the liver, liver. and yeah. the back of the liver. right lung, and it still went a couple hundred yards. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, but long story, Sean's like, I don't know, guys, it's not looking good. He, 20 seconds later, he walks another yard. He's like, oh, I got blood. Oh, I got a pig. pig yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she was down. tucked underneath that. Yeah. I, I think that was Shamish. A shimi- sh- I have no idea. It looked like bush. a juniper-ish juniper ish looking yeah. tree, but it wasn't a juniper. Yeah. She was crammed up underneath that yeah. thing like Stiff. she was hiding. Yeah. yeah. Like she died pretty. I, I thought we kept pushing her, yeah. but she was, uh, I mean, it had only been two hours since I shot her, probably two, yeah. two and a half hours, and yeah. she was fairly stiff. Well, plus it didn't help. It was, a, what, 102 yesterday? Yeah. 100, 101? Yeah. That yep. was miserable. And, uh, we we get up to her and, and uh, it's like, why does she die? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the heart, heart and Tyler, theory came why'd she die, Tyler? <laughs> uh, Tyler said, I don't know how he put it, something about he was he's heard a pig's getting stressed out and having a heart attack, yeah, just flopping over yeah. dead. <laughs> I think she ran up to the top of that hill. Had a heart attack and rolled down. Rolled yeah. down the hill, yeah. <laughs> 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 a little tumble bumble on the way down. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, 
I've never had uh, well since the first year I bow hunted and, and didn't have a rangefinder. I've never had such a problem putting that arrow where I wanted it, and so I'll be hitting the drawing board, making sure my arrows are tuned, broadheads actually tuned, because something's going on here. And, and you know, yeah, I, I'd like to blame the Indian, but I think there's also well, something on the equipment side going on here. Well, yeah, then when you would shoot. Oh, you shoot 60 yards, and it would shoot a foot low and to the to Yeah, the left. and then 70 was 70 a foot high. 70 yards were a foot high, and yeah. it, just, it just didn't make sense. It was just sense. sporadic, and, yeah. and I, I'm thinking, because um, those are the arrows I uh, I tested uh, in, the, in the day six arrow review, and uh, I'm screwing on the same broadheads, different broadheads, but I didn't spine test them. They all spun good. They shot good in the test, but out to 40, or I think, or 50. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't <coughs> shoot them past that, I don't think. And so when you start getting at those longer ranges, maybe that's what was my mistake was, you know, because I always shoot a broadhead that I'm going to hunt with and an arrow set up in the bow. I shoot every arrow with that broadhead that it's going to shoot, and I shoot it at a distance that I might shoot at. So um, in case I need a follow-up shot or something, I shoot all my broadheads out to 80 to 100 yards yeah. and, and make sure that every arrow, every broadhead combination has proved itself. And I didn't do that on this hunt, and that's the first time I haven't done that in like eight years. So... I, I don't know. I mean, common denominator, I hit within three inches of the of both of those arrows hit within three inches on both hogs. Yeah. Like if you put both hogs, you could have matched those bolt or those uh, those wounds up, and uh, so it makes me think I was doing my job as a shooter, but I didn't do a good enough job being in a rush between when that bow splintered and when I did a very quick tune at the shop and then came out here. I don't know. I got to figure it out. I'll, I'll yeah. be, it'll be interesting to see what I find. I'd like to, like I said, I, I'd like to know that I pulled it just so I knew it was me. Mm-hmm. But when you don't know why you're having a failure, oh, and you don't have time to figure it out. That, that's that shit's frustrating. And then it gets in your head. It, yeah, and yeah. then yeah, and then shooting back at Sean's house, I was shooting like shit, I, and it was me. And uh, I'm like, this, uh, you know, it's I, it's probably a, a bow tuning issue or arrow tuning issue turned into uh, me getting inside my head yeah and uh it just i don't know i got i got some shit to work on when i get back i'll tell you that but um i mean why don't we just go through how the last day went um can we go over bob's are we, are we going to be yeah. cool to do that because we're yeah. submitting this film for the full draw film tour so i don't know if we're allowed to talk about it or not but um yeah, let's we go can, ahead and we can it. talk yeah. about it yeah, yeah. Piss yeah. On. so yeah um so bob uh walk him through that first hog uh, did we talk about that on last last podcast? You spooked that first hog. Yeah, I spooked that first hog. I uh, I got out of the ditch, which I should have never. Not a ditch, but the drainage. Yeah. And uh, the hog went, f- come further than we thought it did, and I yeah. couldn't see it. And the next thing I know, it was in my face, but I wasn't positioned for it. And it was 61 yards, and I just don't like shooting that far. And then I tried to make my move on it, and the hog caught me. Yeah. And then it boogied off. Didn't spook far. Went up another drainage. And then, uh, and that footage that he worked on today had that. Oh, it did. Yeah, it's it got, was that footage yeah, of yeah. that of that boar, and that was a good pig. It was nice pig. Yeah, yep. and then uh, I'm sitting up top. Got me and Sean got front row seats, and I spot other hogs. And his, and I t- I said to Sean like, as soon as that either works or doesn't work out, I'm hauling ass down there, and we're getting on that second herd. And uh, your pig was still trotting away by the yep. time I started heading yep. down to you, <clears throat> and. Uh, told you and like hey let's go up this little ridge we're gonna look back down because those hogs were <laughs> kind of on the other side of that little ridge yep and uh shit by the time we got up there they were below us then they were on the move heading yeah. down yeah. towards where you stuck yours yeah and uh 
you know, we've been talking a lot about this uh, annihilator broadhead that we were both going to use. I didn't have, I, you know, my goal was to kill one hog right away with the day six or the first hog, and then use the annihilator just as a testing purpose. And um, I, I'm, I've, I'm trying to really dissect what what the broadhead did for performance wise because it got a pass through. It really did a good job of 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 devastating that liver. I mean, it cut the shit out of that liver. It did. Yeah, liver, and spleen, and yep. the back of the lung. And then the back of the lung. But neither the entrance or the uh, exit wounds were very impressive. Uh, I thought they would be more holy. Like my like my day six wound was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was a hole. And this was, it looked like a three blade. Yeah. It just looked like a small three blade. So I was kind of surprised about that. The blood, apparently pigs don't bleed um, very good. Yeah, I just that that pig didn't bleed at all. I don't know if it was the way I hit or yeah, what happened, but yeah. Well, I I don't know. It's really hard to say because you know there's different kinds of edges that ha- that feel different kinds of sharp, and this this edge for whatever reason it just we were we were filling your broadheads and we all agreed it, they just didn't seem sharp, and I think if they were sharper we might have got more blood. Um, the past, I mean, it zipped right through that hog. It did, and it, right it, it smacked hog, it, yeah. it hit hard. Um, and I had a feeling they were going to hit hard just because of the design. Yeah, the sound um, of it when it hit sounded like yeah. a sounded like a little firecracker going yeah. off, didn't it? A big yeah. old kapow. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably just that cup and smacking it and, and doing what they talk about, creating that pressure. Uh, pressure. Pressure. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, that wound channel. But, yeah, I, I, I expected a little bit more devastation out of it, but um, it did the job. We found the hog. Yeah. And uh, I it got me to where I want to test it more and get more actual feedback from live animals yeah um so i'll be using it again um i got the day six that day six broadhead holy crap is that a dead pig right there that's no, a dead buck nice dead buck. buck um the, it it made a marginal uh, uh shot into a kill i mean that's the best way i can describe it and it left a pretty damn good hole and uh yeah i i'm really happy with those i kind of gun shy of using them again because every arrow i shot zips even your arrow they zip so freaking fast through those hogs yeah that you're not finding your arrow unless you have a lighted knock and then it's still the grass is so freaking tall the grass was so tall you couldn't yeah i couldn't even find my arrow yeah crazy it's ridiculous but um yeah so your hog went about 250 yards probably yep and uh found it pretty quickly luckily and um yeah so that was really the hog hunt but Anything you want to add, Tyler? You were there. You had best seat of the house. <laughs> no, I, th- I thought it was a great hunt. Um, the footage looks phenomenal. The, the lighting. So we, when Bob <laughs> stalked in on the uh, the first bore, the lighting, um, the camera setup, everything was Perfect. just amazing. Yeah. You know, it was one of some of the best hunting, stalking footage I've ever filmed. And uh, I just remember sitting back. So Bob and I snuck in. We climbed up on this little knob, and then we got eyes on the hog, and um, Bob started to move around and, and was going to drop into that goalie, and I I was, I just wanted to stay there. Like I said, I'm not moving. Hmm. I'm in a good spot. So I sat up and uh, got the camera ready and started filming, and I just remember sitting there thinking, please, 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 like <laughs> make, make this happen because it's just the perfect situation and scenario. Huh. Um, but, that, I mean, that's how hunting goes is you, you can't, you know, you can't predict what's going to happen. Whatever happens, happens, and you got to you got to work with it. And once that hog kind of spooked and, and saw Bob a little bit, immediately I was thinking like, hey, yeah. I got to figure out a way to to write this story a little different now because that obviously isn't the kill. Um, but immediately after, when you came running down the hill, 
you know, we got eyes on those <laughs> other hogs and it was on again. And so my adrenaline was going the whole time. And, um, I just enjoy being with the hunters. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy being in the moment. Um, I'm really grateful for Bob for letting me stock with him. I know there's a lot of hunters that do not want camera guys with them. Oh, it's, it's hard to get, I her, want them. to get everything lined up. I want them because I want that shot. Yeah. yeah. I want that yeah. footage. Yeah. And it's yeah. gotten to the point where I want that footage more than I want, um, the, the, than I care being successful or not. I'm willing to blow. Uh, and I even told you, I'm like, hey, I'm willing to blow a sock if, if it means yeah. getting good footage. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, a, I would say, a, almost a high opportunity hunt, but you have to work for them. Yeah. And, and the stars kind of have to align, and the, and the hogs have to show up. We'd only seen two hogs that day. I killed my hog. Yeah. And then in the last 20 minutes, we saw 30. Yep. That I mean, was crazy. Yeah. And they were all within bow opportunity range. And then uh, um, I guess you, who wants to go over that, how how the last half hour of the daylight went yesterday? You I, want you want to take it? Yeah. Well, I just thought it was pretty crazy because we, we were kind of wrapped up. We uh, had sat on a giant knob. I guess the top of the mountain for where we glass hours Bob's opportunities from yeah yeah yeah, because it was kind of the uh the money valley in there there was always hogs coming in at night to feed and to wallow and so I'd shot my first hog from there the one I lost and then Bob had stocked and shot both his hogs yeah right from that same spot yep it's uh it was the golden valley yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so we'd We'd kind of finished up, and we're getting in the side-by-side and cruising down, and I had told Bob that I need to grab a couple more shots with him and do a quick interview, and and so we were planning on doing that down in the valley where where we'd shot his hog, and Sean was like, you know what, we should just check the one more pond. You know, the sun was going down. There was hardly any shooting light, and I was like, yeah, I'd, I, you know, let's scratch the interview, scratch the B-roll. Let's, uh, I'd rather get another hog on film, and... So we start cruising over there to the pond, and we park and start walking in. And immediately, I remember looking left. Garrett was in front of me. Bob and Sean were behind me, and I was in the middle with my camera. I had it on. And I look left, and there's three hogs coming down the hill. And so I drop down, and and everyone kind of gets situated, and Garrett just takes off. I mean, he's like, this is it. Like I I look at Bob, I'm like... He's like, go. I was like, okay, fine. It's my turn. (laughs) Because I didn't want to assume, because I'd already screwed up. And then... uh, He's like, go, 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 go get him. I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, that's all I need. And then I, I hauled ass over the little kind of uh, using, just using the train. And this train is so broken, you can really, man, you can really use that to your advantage. Yeah, even, on that, even on that pond, there was a bunch of little uh, just dips and, and stuff you could use. It's easy to conceal yourself out there. It really is. It really is. And uh, those um, tulies, you guys were calling them tulies. Yeah. Um, it's like a... How would you describe those things? They are tooties. They get cattails on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. I've always called those bob bobtails. Bobtails. Yeah, yeah, the cat. Yeah, cattails or tooties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so big ass pieces of grass, huge pieces of grass with big freaking brown things. Looks like on a corn dog. On yeah, top. looks like a corn dog on top of a piece of grass. <laughs> <laughs> About six feet tall, and uh, so and then right on the edge, there's a bunch of tooties and these hogs went beelined it straight for that, and uh, so I'm. I'm trying to. I'm. I've got about another ten minutes of daylight, shooting light, and these hogs aren't coming in quickly. And so I'm like going super slow, and then I'm just like I, I'm. I'm froze. I'm. I'm to the point where unless they get behind those tulies, I can't move. 
and, and it's just risk versus reward. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm the risk is really high that I'm going to get busted and I'm not going to get a shot. And uh, but I felt like if they went behind those tulies, there it was game over. And yeah. so they went behind the tulies, and I got a little bit more brave. And then I heard him hit the water, and they were started splashing around. And I I just went hard. I went real quick. And anytime they were splashing, I didn't care about how much noise I made. I was going right in. 35 yards, range the Thule's, and then uh, they're splashing, 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 and then I get behind this tree about another 10, 15 yards up, and then uh, I, I start, I'm just waiting for to see movement through the through the Thule's, and then finally I start hearing the, the, the water kind of get shallower and shallower sounding, and uh, when the, when they stepped, and then this big sow came out, and uh, I, I was guessing 20, 20, 25 yards, so I just put my 20 on her, in the middle and uh stopped her with an urn, which pe- i did that at a turkey one time and i got made fun of apparently people don't do that at turkey <laughs> no uh-uh. yeah um but <laughs> it stopped the hog she stopped broadside settled the pin shot it heard it hit and i just was like there's no freaking way that just happened i went from like i'm gonna eat my freaking tags yep. this is kind of embarrassing this i so you're supposed to go out, have fun, and fill a tag on this hog yeah. hunt. Like it's a it's a yeah. high opportunity, high success rate. And I think there was only one guy, one bow hunter that he said he um, didn't bring home a, a pig or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to make that too. And uh, I was like, man, you know, the first thing I I told Sean is like, you know, I know I said this on the first pig, but I drilled that thing, and uh, turns out I didn't. I hit it low, but uh, we found it. And uh, pig died of <laughs> probably a heart attack. Natural I don't know. Causes. Sean thinks she bled out. I was talking she, to Sean she very about well it. Could have. That was there, there was, was a quite lot of blood. a bit of blood towards there was, the end. Yeah. Towards yeah. the end, she was bleeding a lot. Yeah, and she was pumping it too. She was yeah. going up some pretty steep stuff. But yeah. um, and then I think she went on a death run that last twenty yards and yeah, then just she piled did. into yep. that tree. Yeah. But uh, and then Bob is off. Found another herd of like twenty. Just yeah. 100 yards up the yep. drainage and yep. so you started stocking those yeah yeah and uh got dark on them and and thank god you did i'm glad one. i didn't <laughs> stick one because it would have been an all-nighter <laughs> yeah yeah so um but that's that's really how it came together and and uh, we're already planning a trip for uh, potentially next february march and then because uh, those pig tags correct me when i when i get this wrong but they're they're good from uh july to june yes yeah. That's really how it is. Yeah. And yep. then the hunting licenses are... 140? Is that what we pay? Uh, I think they're yeah. from Ju- July. Well, the, are they are they cal- fiscal calendar year? No, I, I'm pretty sure California's from July to June. Really? Same so way. we hit it perfectly yeah. for, for yeah. getting our money's worth. I think they are. I'm pretty sure they are. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 Huh. But anyway, it was a... So you and I both still have a... Have a Hot tag hot in our tag pocket yep. and a hunting license and a hunting license and we have uh, uh, we know where to go. Yep. Yeah. So it was a and I I want to talk about you grow, growing up there real quick and and then um, we kind of hit this on the first one but you know Sean and and, and uh, I want to make sure people know where to go because that was as soon as I said I was going hog hunting in California every, the number one question was where yep. and and well what's nice about it you don't have to go all the way five six hours south. It's just a couple hours over the border. South of the border, yeah. Yep. We were we're three and a half hours, uh, or about four hours from Roseburg. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's not bad at all. That's like driving nope. just to like nope. Vancouver, Washington. Yeah, and uh, so it was SC two Outfitters is where we went. 
Um, he's got like a 13,000 acre ranch. 13, yeah. A, and then another 6,000 acres somewhere else. And uh, it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's, he, he, he hunts it not to make a ton of money. He hunts it to make a ton of opportunity yeah. for the hunter. And it's like 1350 for a hog for two days. And then um, if you bring three people, it's like 1050 a piece or something yeah. like that. So um, if you guys want to go find them, it's SC2 Outfitters. But, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was a heck of a hunt, man. Yeah, we had opportunities every day to kill pigs. Yeah. Good pigs, too. If I went back there, I would really want to uh, – I, I, I didn't care what size of pig I got, but I got a pretty good size. Yes. How big do you think she was? What did we figure? 150, 180 pounds, somewhere yeah, in there? Somewhere yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Good dry uh, sow. Yeah. 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 I was glad because I, I really didn't want to shoot a sow because I was so worried about piglets and, and I just didn't want to shoot a pregnant one because it's sometimes it's hard to tell. But this one had, uh, there was two big sows, about the same size. Yeah. And then I, like a year old piglet, probably. Yep. And, uh, you know, well, we could shoot either one of those and that piglet will be fine. That piglet would be fine by itself. Well, the piglet, I up think, was an 80-pounder, wasn't it, or something like that? He was probably yeah. 60 pounds. 60 pounds in yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a like a baby or anything. Right. You could have shot him and harvested him. Oh, yeah. People yeah. shoot smaller ones all the time. But, um, yeah, so I kind of want to go over your filming, though, Tyler, because the footage that you're posting today is um, Bob stocking that. Yeah, they've seen yeah. it, and they won't let me see it yet. It well, plus <laughs> we're driving, so... I feel like I'm watching National Geographic footage of that's like how good the clarity is. Yeah, and you—that's a cinema cinematic camera. Yeah, what, so what, it's what'd a, you call uh, it? It's a Canon Cinema Line camera. Cinema it's the, Cinema uh, Line. Cinema Line. Yeah. Cinema Line. Okay, which yep. means it's like movie quality. Yeah, it just has. Uh, it just it has different video features than the normal DSLR and the normal Handycam cameras. Huh. Um, like. For those of you that know how to f- know what filming is and, and know terminology, it shoots internal raw, 4K, 60 frames a second. Um, does it do so good slow mo? It does. It does 120 frames slow mo. Huh. Um, it's just it. It's been the best camera that I've ever used, especially for situations like this. And and I don't think it's a camera that I'm going to drag around on every hunt. Dude, um, it that is big. Thing is heavy. It is. It is. It is big. And when you throw the 100 to 400 millimeter lens on it. Um, it starts to really weigh down. Have a Tyler's a stud. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had me hold that for you while you're gym, uh, messing with something in the back seat, just right here. I'm like, holy shit, this thing's yeah. like freaking 20 pounds. I don't know how heavy it is, but it's heavy. It is really heavy. And packing that thing around like you did, uh, Jesus. I just look at it as it's my rifle. Cost, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cost of entry so. there. I mean, that's how that thing is heavier than probably. It's pretty close to a rifle, maybe heavier yeah, than a rifle. Yeah, it's pretty equivalent, but it's worth it to me. You know, I, I like to set myself apart from other people, and I know right now the hunting industry is saturated with, you know, people wanting to do video and yes. photography, yes. and this is my way of kind of setting the bar um, for my competitors is this is what I offer. You know, this is the clarity. This is the uh, resolution. This is the, the quality of my films, and... Um, I so just, what know, were you shooting in? That was I shot the whole film in 4K. You did frames a second. Oh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Now isn't that like a That's nightmare not, to edit? Um, it's just super large files. It it can be if you're on a computer that's not really set up for 4K editing. Um, huh. My computer I built a year ago. Um, bought all the parts, pieced it together, bought what I wanted, and uh, it handles 4K like a dream. I mean, I can really? I can sit down and crank out. 
It's just like it's 1080. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it handles it really well. So, hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be shooting everything in 4K, and I know that's kind of the new thing, and is the 4K, but I've heard that. But then at the same time, how many people do you know have 4K TVs or 4K? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's the future, and if you get ahead of it, I think you're going to be. But at this time, I don't think people, most people, are utilizing it right now because I only know maybe one or two people that have a 4K, and I'd have to. I, I wouldn't even know. I mean, do you yeah. have a 4K TV, Bob? Yeah, all new. T- I think all just about all new TVs now are 4K. Are they 4K. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aren't really, they? Yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, well, 4K is is becoming kind of the standard. Yeah. It's been um, a while since I bought a TV then. <laughs> but one of the one of the main reasons why I shoot in 4K and other filmmakers <coughs> will know this is when you shoot in 4K. Um, I like to edit in 1080, so I, I set my my timeline and my. Um, my sequence settings to, to 1080. So when I export, it's all 1080. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's so it's four, 4K downscale to 1080. And what that does is it takes that larger 4K image, shrinks it down to a nice high quality image in 1080. But it also gives you a little wiggle room. Um, if you want to do a slow panning shot or a slow zoom shot, you can you can scale that 4K up um, mm. in the 1080 timeline. And, and you can zoom in and out with it. Um, it just gives you a little bit more play w- playroom and wiggle room hmm. um, to do in post-production. And so I, I really like that about it because I, I end up using that a lot when, you know, you have a perfectly still shot and there's no movement. I like to add that extra element of yeah. a little bit of movement to it. Huh. So. Well, yeah, and I know we're beating a dead horse on it, but that that stocking film of you in that first bore, the lighting was perfect. Oh, it's beautiful. It was yeah. just gorgeous. I just screwed up. All the hills were lit up perfectly, slightly red from the sunset. Yeah, yeah. you and had uh, what? Did, you had them at sixty-five, sixty-one yards, and I just you could have smoked that. I could smoke them at that distance, but I just hoot the coo- hoot, put the hoochie coochie. Yeah, on. I didn't feel the hoochie coochie <laughs> right there. <laughs> I like the other one, hoochie coochie. That's what at you need to do yards. is put that hoochie coochie yeah. song in there. Yeah. Well, I thought it was yonder, <laughs> I thought it was funny when uh, when we stocked the second hog. It was getting dark. Um, the, you know, the, the sun had obviously gone down just a little bit. And so Bob and I had crawled in on his hog and all the hogs were feeding towards us. Mm. Oh. And Bob was ranging and he's like, 61. And I'm like, Bob, there's no way that's 61. He's like, okay, let me <laughs> range it again. 40. And I'm like, no, Bob. I was like, I swear that is like 20 to yeah. 30 yards. And well, there I, was there was a little, I call them Indian tobacco, then brown weed sticking yeah, up. Yeah. And then hogs kept going through them. Where they were behind them, but my rangefinder kept bouncing off that tobacco, and it was—I was going, "This is crazy, man." <laughs> and I, one of my things when I'm out filming with clients is I—I—I'm I, not the hunter; I'm the filmer, <clears throat> and so I never like to intervene as the hunter and, and give my opinions when it's not asked. I know a lot of people that would be that, hard that try to do that when they're <laughs> filming. They say, "Hey, go over here. This is—you know—you're gonna—you're gonna get your animal doing this," and so I always try to let the hunter you know do their own thing and, and not intervene and just sit back and film but at that moment i was like bob give me the range finder <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i ranged him i'm like he's 25 shoot him <laughs> but it was fun it was really fun i'm glad we uh, had that experience together all of us oh it was awesome it was awesome so i just want to say if anybody's looking for a good hog hunt sc2 outdoors yeah sean, sean and shelly chenham got yeah. some awesome hog hunting Awesome is that where the SC2? Because it's him and Shelly. And That's what it's I think. Sean Chittum. Sean Chittum 2. Yeah. So is he the second Sean Chittum? No, it might be Sean and Shelly 2. I'm not sure where he got I that name I think it's Sean Chittum 2. 
That means there's two Chittums? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's the second in the line <laughs> of Chittums. <laughs> we'll have to ask him. Yeah, he's a good, me? <laughs> he, he's a good dude. I mean, a He good. went out of his way, and, you know, we were all tired. Sean was just as tired. He didn't get pissed off, snappy, no, when no. we were out there looking for my sow and wondering the hell is this on point guy know about shooting a bow <laughs> you yeah. know i mean it it uh it was really it was really cool and and i know you know no one's ever going to be harder on somebody than themselves is you know like oh, I, yeah. no one's going to be harder on me than me um and i think he knew that but he was also willing to be honest and, and real yep. with the situation yep. and yep. uh the last thing you need when you make a bad shot is somebody blowing smoke up your ass yep. yeah so i i just really appreciate because he was he was level-headed, transparent, and he is a good hunter. And uh, he'd let you make your own stock, let you fail. He'd yep. let you succeed based on what you wanted yep. to do. Yep. And he wouldn't tell you to shoot or, shoot or not shoot a hog unless it had baby pigs with yep. it. And uh, it was perfect. It was. It was really perfect. Was. I mean, I like being able to go. That's my set. That's the second guided hunt I've ever been on. The first one was in Africa, and that guided hunt went ten times better than the Africa hunt because he let me hunt how I wanted to hunt. Yep. And he, he just basically said, all right, well, this is how we're going to have to do it. Then you can do your thing. Yeah. And I, I, I thought that was cool as hell. It was. Really uh, good. You guys got some more hunts coming up, though, this year. Uh, what's yeah. your next couple hunts? My next hunt is Utah on R&K, on uh, Stillman's. Stillman's. Uh, Stillman's Ranch, yeah. Stillman's Ranch, yeah. Uh, that's I, where you grew up, isn't it? I grew up in southern Utah, St. Oh, okay. George, yeah. High altitude mule deer, velvet bucks. I love chasing them. You're you're seeing some toads up there. Oh, monster bucks, yeah. So uh, you were telling me a second ago, like, oh, yeah, you know, I passed up 160, and I'm like, I would have smoked it. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler's like, no. No, after what, no, after you after see what 30 you of see, those a day. You do. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> One of the most amazing buck hunts I've ever been on. Yeah. It's it's awesome. And I, I can't imagine with all the water this year and snow what the antler growth is going to be like this yeah. year. Yeah. It's going to be phenomenal. I want to go into that because we had an interesting conversation about public land versus pay-to-play. And some guys getting rubbed the wrong way. Yeah, they do. You're in, you're in my attitude about it. Probably I, I'm a huge public land guy. I love – if I killed a bull on LLP and I killed a bull on public land, I'd probably be more proud of the bull on public land because it was less likely to happen for me because I have to deal with other hunters. Right. The bulls are more – probably pressured and it's just it's just it's just not going it's not as likely it's it, the opportunity is probably not as good as an lop tag right however an lop elk still doesn't want to die no nope. they're not tying them up they're nope. all low fence and they're still getting hunted all around them on blm yeah they've got other hunters there yeah. but you're not getting you're getting the, the dickhead factor out of there for the most <laughs> part for the most part <laughs> okay you know i, I don't want to say that I'll, I'll, i get screwed by hunters twice a year yeah hard and intentionally yeah and uh, I've already got it. I've already got it once this year on a bear hunter. It was like, man, this is spring bear hunt. Yeah. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, what do you do during elk and deer season? I don't even want to know. Yeah. But um, you know, I want to talk about your perspective. Uh, you know, because anytime anybody kills a big anything, one of the first questions asked: public or private? Yeah. Or right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, as a guy that that can afford the nicer opportunities, the LOP tags, and you grinded your teeth and you started on public lands. Yes. Talk to me about that. Well, I loved hunting public lands. I mean, I'd go in 10 miles and pack in and hunt, and we'd kill bulls and stuff. And then a lot of it was, too, I had a hard time. I don't know if it's me or not, but I had a hard time finding people to hunt with. 
that wouldn't quit or whine. You still do. Whine and cry. <laughs> I mean, we're all there. We're all tired. It all hurts. But you just got to keep going. Yeah. And I just got tired of dealing with it. And I just told my wife, I said, I'm going to find LOP tags and I'm going to go back to solo hunting. Yeah. You know, and that's what I did. And I hooked up with uh, Russ Meyer at Outdoor Internationals. Yeah, that guy's a freaking uh, uh, he is. He's a killer. He, he's he kills a lot of stuff. With a trad bow, even. Yeah, yeah. And he hooked me up, and it's it's been killer ever since. I love it. Yeah, you know. And I just go by myself, and you know they always got a guide there with you to help you spot and everything. But uh-huh. it's the same thing on R and K. You know, I go with Jeremy Stefan, and he's an awesome dude. But we go up on the mountain, and he just helps me spot, and then. It's, it's, it's up, up to me. To you. It's up to me to do my thing. All all you really is, is is making sure that if anything goes wrong, he's there. Yep. Like health wise, injury yep. wise, yep. and then help you spot. Yep. But that's it. That's it. You make your own stocks, your own okay. plays. Yep. I you, pass you, what I want to pass. I shoot what I want to yeah. shoot. You know. Yeah. So you're telling me you had this 160 buck in front of you at like 20, 25 yards. Oh yeah. He's you you pass on him. Yeah. And then he what he texts you or something. Yeah. You can uh, or I. I get up and leave, and the bucket. I get up and walk off, and I get up on top of the ridge, and he had texted me. He <laughs> says, "What happened?" I passed, and he had texted me back, "Good choice." <laughs> <laughs> you know, because the caliber bucks up there. If you, I mean, you see one eighty to two hundred is bucks every day. Every day. That's insane. Every day. Yeah, and see, that would be really cool. I, I don't care if you're the biggest public land advocate. If you had an opportunity to go do yeah. that, you're yeah. gonna do yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, I just feel fortunate I can do that, and I can hunt LOP. Yeah, you worked your ass off to be able to get yourself in position to afford to do those things, and and you were talking about your your how you got into the, your business and stuff, yeah. and how you got your company and everything, and and you grinded. Yeah, you grinded. I did. I, yeah, I, I worked you started you started working for free. Yep, I that's did. how you started working. Yep, and now you're now where you're at today, and I think that's just a cool story, man. Yeah, and it's it works for me, you know, and plus with my business, I don't have. A lot of time to go scout, scout, right. scout. So I just, like I say, when I hooked up with Russ, I said, this is the kind of hunting I want to do. I don't want a sissy hunt. I want to hunt. I want to hunt hard. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I got to sleep on the rocks or whatever. I just want to be in good animals. Yeah. And Russ hooked me up. And so I worked my ass off between hunts. Uh, I book flights, fly out. I get picked up at the airport and I go hunting. And then I fly home and I work my butt off, work, 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 uh-huh. and until my next hunt. Yeah. Then, so then we got Utah coming up. And then I think we're two weeks in between Utah. Yep. And then we jump on a plane and fly to New Mexico, Unit 12, and then come back. And then my next hunt after that is late black season, late blacktail season here in Medford. Yeah. No, my, no before that is I got me a Nimnaha rifle tag. Yeah. I have a rifle 130 years. <laughs> yeah. I got that Nimnaha tag. And then after that, we late blacktail hunt. And then I get it month off month and a half off and then we're flying to mexico mm. for coos deer and mule deer mm. that's gonna be cool that's gonna be a cool hunt yeah i'm looking forward to that i want to see the footage from because i that's uh, that's on my bucket list sonora mexico is yeah. on my bucket list i want to yeah. see the footage from that hunt and uh coos deer is cool yeah i mean it's it, they're cool they they are. Are. i'm sure there'd be a fun animal very challenging animal to hunt but Muleys is right up there for elk yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah, I love mule deer hunting. <laughs> and uh, you, you know, you could have a chance at like a one eighty to a two hundred inch buck yep. over there. Yep. Yeah. Mule deer. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's Sonora. Mexico's like got the Arizona some big strip bucks. Of, yep. of, of mule deer hunting. So, uh, but you got a giant blacktail on your property down here. Is yeah. that on public? No, private. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you got tree stand set up. And tree everything. stand. Yep. You've tree been st- trying to kill that buck for a couple of years, though, yep. have you? A couple of years. That's blacktail he's, hunting he's, for he's you. He's smart. 
Yeah. He's well, yeah, private land, and you haven't killed them in two years. Yeah. So there's that sounds like public land to me. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's just because you're hunting private. It's not easy. Well, I mean. blacktails is, is that's a tough game. Yeah. I don't care who you are. If you're killing big blacktails every year, you're a freaking stud. And uh, you're either putting in a lot of work or you have a lot of time on your hands because yeah. you got to be there when that thing walks by if you have a tree stand because he may only walk by once that whole season in the daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you, you've you got uh, – so you got like four or five hunts this year, man. Yeah, four uh, or five coming up. And Tyler, is, are you filming all of them, Tyler? Yeah, except for the rifle hunt. I'll uh, I'll be in British Columbia when that's going on. So really, you got that uh, fishing thing? No, we uh, we're doing a so we have stone sheep. Uh, that's right. Coming up soon, and then the second round in British Columbia is a combo hunt, and it's I believe it's mountain goat, elk, caribou maybe. Mountain, um, mountain goat, elk, and caribou. That's an interesting I th- combination. I think so. I I could be wrong. There might be it might there might be a moose in there, but is that uh, for those boned out guys? Uh, rolling bones. Yeah. Rolling bones. Why do I keep yeah. calling them boned out? out. <laughs> so after this, I, I felt like it went pretty damn well because now we're already talking about going back and then maybe doing early season California blacktail. Blacktail, yes. Um, which you've got at some sort of spot picked out. Yep. Public land. Yep. Marble Mountains. Back in the middle of the uh, Marble Mountains, yep. you said. Yep. Marble Mountain Wilderness. Yeah. So that'll be cool. It will. That'll be freaking it'll awesome. will be something before the season. You know, another. Yeah, I just want to add more hunting thing things where they don't compete with elk. elk. Season, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to do elk when yeah. elk is here. <laughs> I just want to hunt all I can while I still can. Yeah. That's that's my goal. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm 59, and I want to keep rolling. Yeah. Well, you dude, know. you're getting around freaking. You're hard yeah. to keep up with. So... But, uh, all right, guys, well, I appreciate bo- you both coming back onto the show. Yep. It's just kind of a recap, nothing too uh, too extraordinary or anything. Just uh, I'm happy I got it done. I was kind of like down and down in the bottom of the roller coaster when, when right before we saw those, and right when we saw them, I was like. Oh, it's the highs and lows. So you're telling me there's a chance. chance. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, got got pretty lucky with that Sal tipping over where she did. I, I think we hit something we didn't know about or she Died of a heart attack. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to this one. We'll see you on the next one. All right, guys. That's this episode of the podcast. Hopefully, you're all doing well, and and hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I I really appreciate everybody's support. And if you guys want to keep keep supporting the podcast, if you haven't yet, be sure to go to www.onpointpodcast.com. And subscribe up for that newsletter. I am behind the eight ball on that one. But uh, I'll tell you what. Subscribe for the newsletter. Get notified. And basically just get special deals. Get get ideas of when upload or contents uploading. Get get ideas of what I have coming around the corner. And uh, yeah, you know, the special deals are worth a loan. Because the companies that, I, that I'll be given special deals for, um, I believe in. They're usually high, really high quality. And uh, just really appreciate the people that work with me on that. So outside of that, guys, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.